Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to Eat, Pray, Love on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM on this beautiful Saturday afternoon, mashallah. It really looks like the sun is staying with us, but I think everybody, including myself, is starting to feel a little bit fluish. But alhamdulillah, as we always do on Eat, Pray, Love, we open with a special track for all of you. And today, Auntie Abida Dixon joins us on the technical side, and she's playing us a place called Heaven by Wahid Kanamea.
101.3 FM Stereo Eat, Pray, Love With Taslima Ali Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to Eat Pray Love on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM on the Saturday afternoon. Well, mashallah, we have a lovely lineup for today. We travel all the way to Syria with the opening of the Syriana Cafe. We savor our Ramadan preps with savory dips and spend the afternoon with some Johannesburg girls, students in fact in Cape Town at the moment, Radia Manjo and Shamila Khan. Well, alhamdulillah, Tuesday tuned it goes on until Mahrib inshallah and at present we are joined in studio by brother Sultan Al Saleh I'm not too sure if I'm saying that perfectly correct but assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh so it's quite awesome to be having you in studio with the big news that Suriana Cafe is actually opening its doors next week, Friday. Inshallah, next week. week. Inshallah. And I was quite interested because it's Syrian cuisine that we're going yeah. to be looking at, authentic Syrian cuisine, because you're originally from Syria. Yeah, exactly. So do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and ho- the hometown? Actually, you know, I, I, I used to work in Saudi Arabia like for six years. And then uh, I left Syria in 2009, just because I got a nice job in Saudi. And then I came here to study in 2012 and 2013. So when I came here, I liked the city. So I decided to come here to make business. So when I, I came here in 2015 or 14, we start uh, looking for like uh, to make business here. But uh, we, des- we decided to make a restaurant because, you know, it's like no restaurant, Syrian restaurant or like Middle Eastern restaurant in, K- in Cape Town. So we decided to open this restaurant. Alhamdulillah, now almost finished. Inshallah, um, we're trying to open next Friday with original food from Syria. But you, mm-hmm. you were telling me do you, before we actually started that you originally started in marketing and that's what you were doing in Saudi. Yeah. Well, I always think that when you go into cuisine, you can never go wrong. But you are already trading in cuisine in Cape Town, am I right? Yeah, exactly. Because we work here, we're already working here. We had food truck and we have stall and biscuit mail every Saturday. It's mm-hmm. also called Syriana. So we have now a good experience in Cape Town and we know what the people like here exactly. Mm-hmm. So we brought uh, two chefs from Syria, professional chef, like uh, you can find the best food in Cape Town. All the kebab, shawarma, falafel, all the Syrian sweet also you can find it here. I'm quite excited about that because when you think of Arab cuisine, you automatically think falafel and you think kebabs and stuff. But what makes Syrian cuisine a bit different to the others? A bit different because um, we have like, you know, most of the food like came originally from Syria. Mm-hmm. Because you know Damascus is the oldest city in the world. If you know, I don't know if you know this uh, information. So we have like uh, kebab, you know that kind of food also kebab, baba ganoush, hummus, tabula, manusha. Also we're gonna make manusha. Mm-hmm. If you know that like flatbread Syrian bread with zatar or something it's very nice. So it's something new in Cape Town, and I am hundred percent sure 
all the people like this food, kind of food. Um, you know, Sidi, we've had lots of people do cuisine with us and even the Bangladeshi communities and stuff. One of the challenges, though, is that they find it a bit hard that our products are a little bit different. Milk is different. The sugar is different. Are yeah. you finding the same over here? Yeah, of course. That's why I brought that professional chef, expert chef. He has all the experience to make the food exactly the Syrian, Syrian, the, uh, the Syrian food. Maybe you will not find all the ingredients here, but we can bring it from overseas, like from Syria or... So it's easy, no problem for that. So going back to the Syrian roots though, of course you grew up in Syria. Mm. How much of your menu and having to look at the menu reminds you of home? Um, you know, I always remember home, like, and when I decided to start the, the business here, I need the, the same like the same atos- atmosphere when you open a restaurant, the same atmosphere that you feel in, in Syria, in Damascus, mm-hmm. in that old city. You will get this feeling in our restaurants. So when you come there, you will see the feeling there, the same atmosphere going to make, inshallah. Inshallah. Well, brother, everybody knows the situation in Syria at the moment yeah. is very difficult. And alhamdulillah. Um, you are here, but the family is still back home. You want to tell us a bit about that? Actually, my, my family is still in Syria, but they don't want to come here or anywhere else. else. Because, you know, when you grow up in country, it's home especially, is home. Yeah, especially the old people like my parents. It's not easy to leave Syria. So I'm trying o- always to bring them here or Saudi or somewhere else. They don't want. It's not Syria, no. It's like almost destroyed all the country but my family is still in Damascus it's a little bit safe but uh, now uh, they used to leave this life so it's fine alhamdulillah but we hope inshallah we finish this war soon you know because the reason we know all the reason what happened in Syria but inshallah will be okay and soon Inshallah. And then your journey to Saudi, you were doing marketing there. Do yeah. you want to tell us about working in Saudi? Working in Saudi, actually Saudi is a nice city, but you know... We're exactly in Saudi, were In Jeddah. You? Oh, okay, my Yeah, friend. in Jeddah. But uh, you know, in Saudi, some the, the rules there is very difficult to work like alone. You need a sponsor or something like this. But uh, here, you can work alone, you can make your own business. It's easy, not like in Saudi. That's why I decided to come here. And also, I have a friend, also from Syria, but he li- is living in Saudi now. He's my partner, actually, in, in this city. He will come also later on, inshallah. And uh, this restaurant, Syrian restaurant, also uh, my brother in Jeddah, he supports me a lot every day, always, to make this restaurant 100%. So also is my partner. Um, inshallah, we, they will come here. Inshallah. Yeah, to see the restaurant, how it looks like. Because they trust me, and, you know, for design, for everything. So just tell me, they tell me, go ahead, make your own restaurant. Well, Alhamdulillah, you were introduced to me by Jalal al and I think most of Cape Town knows Jalal. But yeah. 
his confidence in in what the city and cuisine is going to be like and i know he's quite fussy so he's quite confident that your your, your product is going to be good yeah. but now living in cape town alhamdulillah you've had a few years now and i know it's it's probably totally different to being home yeah. how has your adjustment been to life in cape town it's not easy, you know, it's not easy to leave your country. You know, now I think like around five years I haven't been in Syria. I haven't seen my family. I only s- meet my mother in Jeddah. Mm-hmm. I brought her to Hajj like oh, two years ago. Mm, not easy, but now you have to leave. You have to forget about all that problem. Of course, my mind always in Syria. Mm-hmm. But you know you have to leave now to to focus on your business. I think we need to go in for an ad break, and inshallah, when we come back, we'll continue with uh, Sidi Sultan and the Syrian cuisine. Inshallah. Eat, pray, love with Taslima Ali. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to um, Eat, Pray, Love of course on Voice of the Cape and we've been speaking to Brother Sultan Al Saleh I've been trying to open the website but I'm having a bit of a problem here with our system um, but Brother I wanted to talk about your actual menu and Syrian food more in depth and how to actually eat it because you, when you look at the actual menu and you see things like tabbouleh and baba ganoush and kebabs and stuff it's all food so we tend to just eat it anyway but they like with indian cuisine you'll know that you don't we're not eating our rice with our roti we eat it with either or what's the, you want to walk us through the actual menu okay, cool. uh, our menu is like it's come by uh, mains the mains uh, course and meza and salad and soup and also dessert okay Normally we start when with the small meza when you, the customer come we bring him. So when you say me, me, um, me, is meza the right way? Meza. So I've always <laughs> been saying mees, so there's a big correction. So it's meza. Meza, yeah. Okay, it's and a, this a, meaning my, what? Uh, my, starter. My language, yeah. Does yes. it mean starter? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's starter. So like we bring. Uh, Small uh, pink hummus. It's our special hummus. Mm-hmm. Pink hummus. You know, have you okay, heard about it? Okay, why a pink hummus? No, pink I've hummus. Okay. It's like surprised, very nice uh, starter. Okay, hummus. I've always seen in a beigey color. Yeah, exactly. Okay. This pink one. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be like starter for all the customer. Okay, so that's like a complimentary starter. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And what does that come with? You just eat it with, with bread. Okay. Yeah. Most of the meza we have it like uh, baba ganoush, hummus, uh, mutabal, muhammara. Okay. That's mutabal, all what is that? With uh, bread. Mutabal brinjal, okay. tahini, okay. and garlic. And tahini is your sesame p- uh, yeah. paste, right? Exactly. Okay. What's the next one you said? Muhammara. Okay, what's that? <laughs> this is like uh, red pepper with uh, bread, mm-hmm. special bread toasted. Mix it with uh, tahini also. Okay, sounds yeah. absolutely lovely. So that's the variety in your meza. Mm, what do you say? Meza. Meza. <laughs> okay. 
This in my my language, meza, huh? Okay. Yeah, that's all. All this meza, we eat uh, with uh, bread. Okay. And also we have uh, fried kebab. If you heard about it. No. It's uh, you know burgul. What? Burgul. That uh, I don't know. In, um, wheat, bulgur wheat. Yes, something okay, like this. Yes. We mix it with meat. Okay. And uh, also inside meat, stuff it with meat also. Okay. We fried it, deep fried. It's very nice also, it's Syrian meza. What's your main spices, Syrian spices? Do you work with chilies and the Not normal really chili. jira and all of that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not really chili, but we have like, we make uh, chili. We make it, we make it here. It's very. We have three levels: one mild, strong, and we have extra, extra strong for okay. it. You know, and here in Cape Town, they like this. They food quite hot. Yeah, mm -hmm. very hot. But the main spices like cumin, um, and like white pepper, garlic, garlic, uh -huh. uh, pomegranate sauce. Pomegranate sauce, yeah, that's this, interesting. Yeah, this new one, we, we, are we gonna bring it from overseas. Oh, okay. So the food's actually um, cooked with pomegranate sauce? Most of them, like like it's sauce, you know, mm -hmm. you don't m cook it. Just when you finish cook, we put on the top like pomegranate ah. sauce. Almost like a jule. Um, yeah. which is like a sauce that's quite interesting because I've never thought of cooking with pomegranate juice. Yeah, this one's very nice. Is that why the hummus is pink? Ooh. No, no, no. Oh, is there another <laughs> secret to no, that? Another okay. <laughs> and also we have salad like tabula, it's parsley with lemon and uh, also burgul, that uh, wet burgul. Yeah. And fatouche. Have you heard about fatouche? Fatouche. Fatouche. Uh, we make it salad, like salad, but mm -hmm. we put with um, the fatouche like uh, fried bread, also pomegranate sauce and vinegar. Sounds absolutely delicious. Yeah, so these are your salads though now? Yeah, that's our salads. Okay, so you, you, I keep forgetting how to say it, Mize? Meza. Okay, Meza. <laughs> you um, eat that separately to the salads now? Yeah. Is your salads eaten with your main meal or also separately? Separately. Okay. Yeah. And also something new in Cape Town, that manusha. Manusha. Yeah, it's manusha. from the oven. Okay. Like, um, Flatbread, like mm. a pizza, but not different dough. Mm -hmm. We make it with the zatar, you know, thyme. The I know thyme? zatar, yeah. yes. It's we make delicious. it thyme with cheese, with labna, you know, labna? Yes. With labna, cheese, also muhammara cheese. What else? And also we have. Uh, These cheeses that you are speaking about, is it homemade here or is it from Syria? No, no, from here. The cheese okay. from here. Okay. Yeah. But the labna, it's Syrian food, but labna we make it here. Being yogurt. Is it yogurt? yogurt? Yeah, mm. but we make it dry, a little dry. Oh, okay. But we make it here. Okay. We don't buy it or bring it from overseas. Also, Syrian sweet. That, uh, okay, now this is yeah. my main part of the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Syrian sweet, uh, you know baklava? Yes, I think we all know baklava. Yeah, but here in Cape Town it's not baklava. Okay. You call it baklava, it's not baklava. Okay. We're going to bring the original one from Syria. Okay. It's mixed baklava, not only baklava, mm -hmm. with different nuts and different style. Okay, I understand baklava to be a pastry and then it having a filling of these pistachio and nuts and yeah. a honey syrup.
So you're saying that's not baklava? No. Okay. <laughs> what similar, is baklava? It's similar to baklava, okay. similar, but we make it different way. Okay. So we'll see it in the restaurant. You will taste it in the restaurant. Okay, inshallah. Yeah. Different, uh, different kind on baklava. Not oh, only there's one. different types exactly. of baklava. So it's much like we get the, the Indian sweets like bird fees and you get different types. <laughs> exactly. So this is quite adventurous. What else? What else? And now do the drink. The drink also going to make a uh, Syrian cocktail. It's come like milk with uh, fruit. It's like milkshake, but mm -hmm. it's also a different way. Okay. Yeah. That's all. And all, of course, the coffee, soft drink, all that. Okay. So he's kind of given us a small version to a very big menu. And it sounds absolutely delicious. But tell me, in terms of meats, would there be meat and chicken and fish options or only meat? Meat, lamb, uh, beef, chicken, falafel, vegetarians. Mm -hmm. So there's options for vegetarians yeah, of as course, well. Of and you've chosen a spot in the heart of Seapoint. Yeah. Okay. So how come Seapoint? Seapoint. Uh, you know, Seapoint's like uh, it's nice a place to when you finish work to go there, relax. Mm -hmm. Also, we have Shisha Hokabai. Mm -hmm. Because like it's lounge, not only a restaurant to come eat and go. No, come relax, smoke shisha. Also, we're gonna put TV and to watch the Liga Clasico. Of course, <laughs> soccer. Euro. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Siri, in terms of the actual place, though, are you looking at doing Syrian decor? We already made uh, Syrian decor. You, sorry, what's that? The Syrian decor, you mean? Yes, yeah. the set up. Is yeah, it going to Syrian have a decor. Syrian look to it? Yeah, of course. Uh, exactly Syrian decor. Exactly Syrian yeah. decor. So we've got a lot to expect um, within the next week. Of course, Syriana Cafe is going to be opening in Seapoint next week, Friday. They are based at 307 Mount Curtis Road. That is on, on the corner of Mount Curtis and Main Road, just opposite yeah. the Caltex Garage, which exactly. neighbors Nando's. I think everybody knows where Nando's is. Yeah. It's going to be Na just but opposite. Nando's now is moving from there. Oh, okay. Yeah, but over the Caltex Garage. Inshallah. Inshallah. So, Siri, the menu is set, the chef is down, yeah. the place is set up with a Syrian ambience, inshallah. inshallah. And now it's the invitation to the public, obviously, to come along and experience a bit of Syria in Cape Town. What are your, your hours going to be like? Yeah. Your working times? Working times. The doors will be open yeah, between what time? It'll be like from 8 or 9 morning till like late like 1 a.m something like this is that going Especially to be monday to sunday or yeah monday to sunday but we're gonna close from uh, friday from morning after juma we'll open inshallah inshallah so that's quite exciting and now today you've come into voice of the cape with this big news that you're opening your doors and of course we have a giveaway to do yeah. so we're hoping that everybody has been listening in quite closely because our brother sultan has been quite generous he is giving away a meal voucher for a for a couple actually that will join them hopefully the next weekend yeah. next so weekend. it's very easy all you've got to do is sms us the name of the restaurant that is opening next week friday and the first one to sms in of course wins this voucher and uh, um, basically the vouchers are not going to be in studio you are 
to go to the actual restaurant. So as soon as you SMS through, we will take your details and uh, give it to um, Brother Suleiman. And that SMS line, of course, is 47913 and we have a meal voucher to give away so quick 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 on those phones 47913 what is the name of the restaurant that is opening next week Friday in Seapoint well you've been quite busy in setting up and of course the marketing person in you has got a web page going and social media is going do you want to tell us a bit more about that yeah we have the page on Facebook Instagram Twitter we have website called Syriana Cape Town. So you're, we're going to have a look at, will we be able to see all of that cuisine pics and the actual setup already? Yeah, but now uh, we don't have any picture for mm-hmm. the new cuisine. So it all yeah. opens up with doors next yeah. week Friday. Exactly. Yeah. Inshallah. So what is the, the, the name on Facebook? Syriana Cape Town. Okay. Syriana so and Instagram, the same. All. Okay, and Syriana is spelled how? S-Y? S-Y. S-Y-R-I. A-N-A. Okay, as easy as that. And the clues are just floating around. We're waiting for that first SMS to come in that wins you a meal voucher, which includes that Syrian dessert. Absolutely delicious. For a couple, nice date night for a nice married couple um, next week. Oh, and there we go. Our first one is Momina. We've got Momina. Auntie Abida, would you like to give her a call for us, please? Yes, she's quite right. She's quite right. So Momina must be quite excited. Alhamdulillah. And Abida, will you get her for us? Inshallah. Well, the winner for today is Momina. And we're going to take her contact details, inshallah. And hopefully she will uh, join us next weekend at that opening. So um, in terms of your invitation, though, would you like to invite everyone over? Doors open when? Next week, Friday? Actually, we're trying to open next week, Friday. If not Friday, Saturday, inshallah. inshallah. But we're trying to open on Friday, inshallah. So everyone can come. You are welcome. Inshallah. <laughs> inshallah. And that is at number 307, Mount Curtis Road, Main Road in Seapoint. It's opposite the Celtics. And very exciting for Momina, who gets to enjoy her weekend, knowing that she has a date night next next weekend that is yeah, at the Syriana Cafe, inshallah. I need to say shukran so much to you for joining me in the studio. Thank you On so love. It's been absolute pleasure getting to know a bit more about the Syrian cuisine and I look forward for a taste as well inshallah. Shukran so much. Thanks um, so much. Sultan. And is there a contact number for anyone wanting to make reservations? Yeah the number is 021-021-434-434-1020-1020. Okay, 1020. Yeah. Okay. Okay, shukran so much. Um, so we look forward to getting some pics and uh, getting good Inshallah. things happening at the Syriana Cafe. Inshallah. alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Eat, pray, love. With Taslima Ali.
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to Eid Pray Love on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and wasn't that exciting I love doing giveaways on Eid Pray Love but alhamdulillah it's that time of the day where we share those recipes so you're wanting to get your pens and papers out and today inshallah I got these um, chutneys from one of the groups that I'm in and it's absolutely divine we've made a few so get your pens ready and we'll be sharing the recipes with you and if you haven't managed to collect all of them I will be sharing it inshallah to the voice of the Cape page so you can look forward to that on Facebook as well so we're first going to be doing a kajur chutney which is kajur um, being dates um, for this what you are going to be needing is a quarter kilo of dates two cups of vinegar and what you got to do is you got to soak this dates in this vinegar overnight you're then going to be needing a quarter kilo of whole dead chilies this gets soaked in a in boiling water for about an hour that is a quarter kilo of whole dead chilies then you're going to need one 700 ml of tomato sauce please don't use the cheap kind then four tablespoons of methi masala which you can get at your um, spice shop now you drain the chilies in a colander and then you liquidize the dates the vinegar and the red chilies empty it into a bowl and to this you add the tomato sauce and the methi masala if the mixture is too thick then vinegar can be added to thin it out a bit and then you take a little bit of oil make it a bit hot in the pan like really just a little bit to this you add two teaspoons of mustard seeds and two tablespoons of till which you also can get at the um, at the spice shop and then once it starts to splatter you add it to the chutney leave it to cool and bottle as easy as that so that was the kajur chutney which is date chutney then there's a mebos chutney for the mebos chutney what you are going to be needing is 200 grams of whole red chilies 75 grams of mebos two and a half cups of water two and a half cups of vinegar one cup of smooth apricot jam salt to taste five tablespoons of oil a teaspoon of mustard seeds and then two teaspoons of thyme and a few curry leaves okay just to go through it again it's 200 grams of whole dead chilies 75 grams of mebos two and a half cups of water two and a half cups of vinegar one cup of smooth apricot jam salt to taste five tablespoons of oil one teaspoon of mustard seeds and two teaspoons of thyme and a few curry leaves so you place the chilies meebles water and vinegar together in a pot and you boil it overheat until the chilies turn soft and then allow it to cool then you blend it in a liquidizer until smooth strain strain it to this add the apricot jam the salt and give it a good stir then in a, a pan again, heat the mustard seeds, curry leaves and till in a little bit of oil until it's fairly hot and it starts spluttering. You pour this into the chutney, mix well, bottle and refrigerate as easy as that. Well, everybody likes a good green chutney. 
so we've got a few minutes for that I'm going to add it in so green chutney we need one bottle of pica lily which you can get at your supermarket one bottle of mayonnaise two or three tablespoons of sugar three tablespoons of curry masala which is green chilies dania jiru lemon juice salt coconut garlic blended so this is a mix of green chilies dania jeera lemon juice salt coconut garlic and those are all blended together and then a half a teaspoon of green coloring so once again quickly one bottle of piccalilli one bottle of mayonnaise two or three tablespoons of sugar and then three tablespoons of a mix made of green chilies dania jeera lemon juice salt coconut garlic all blended together and a half a teaspoon of green coloring so you liquidize the piccalilli till it's fine empty it into a bowl and then you add the mayonnaise sugar the three tablespoons of the mix that we've just spoken about and the calorie and mix it well then you make a vigar with curry leaves mustard seeds and you basically pour over cool and bottle as easy as that I think Abida, we have some barica in time today so I'm going to add in one more recipe which is the green pepper chutney it's one green pepper one bunch of green dania two tablespoons of almond powder two tablespoons of coconut six green chilies two tablespoons of till three tablespoons of lemon juice a bit more if you find necessary and then a handful of curry leaves that is one green pepper one bunch of green dania two tablespoons of almond powder two tablespoons of coconut six green chilies to taste and then two tablespoons of till and three tablespoons of lemon juice or a little bit more and a handful of curry leaves and this one's so easy you just got to liquidize them all together and then bottle it well that is our recipes for today inshallah we're going to go in for an ad break and inshallah when we come back we're going to join by our sisters from johannesburg that are living in cape town now and they're going to be telling us about their their life and findings and learnings while they are here inshallah
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to Eat, Pray, Love on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and it's an absolutely beautiful day alhamdulillah I would have thought that the rain would have been settling in by now and stuff but alhamdulillah Allah's rahmah we have some sunshine uh, but somehow it's still so so cold I hope that you managed to get those recipes if you haven't I will be posting it to Facebook a little bit later on and we are of course having some excitement because we have three pretty ladies in studio with us all the way from Johannesburg and I think they know exactly what Johannesburg's winter is about so we are quite blessed here in Cape Town Alhamdulillah so in studio with me at present is Shamila Khan Radia Manju and Rishta Manju. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, sisters. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. Very exciting to have you in studios. We're doing things a little bit different today. So they're going to be spending the rest of the afternoon um, with me in um, on Eat, Pray, Love. And the exciting part is that Shamila and Radia were supposed to be meeting us today. But we also uh, got a visit by Rishta, who's visiting her sister at the moment. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm visiting my sister. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. What's Jobit like at the moment? Very cold. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you're going to be taking some sun back home with you. When are you due to go back? I'm going back on Tuesday. Oh, inshallah. Are you a student? Are you at university? Or? I am a student at Pitts University. And what are you studying? Um, marketing. A BCom in marketing and insurance and risk. Inshallah. And so how's this visit going with the sister? It's been very fun. <laughs> <laughs> we all know Cape Town's absolutely beautiful, but um, a bit safe also to move around, a bit safer than Johannesburg. Alhamdulillah. So your sister's looking at you like you just hijacked her interview, um, <laughs> Sister Rishta. But we know that's a joke, but trend. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. <laughs> well, ladies, at present, uh, both of you are studying and you are studying at Medina Institute. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. But previously to that, what were you doing? Um, they're looking at each other. So you let me say, Shamila, what, 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 what <laughs> were you doing? Um, before I came to Medina, I was, well, Cape Town, I was studying. Um, I did um, a postgrad in documentary. Um, and oh, wow. Yeah, documentary making, and uh, I did my undergrad in psych, psychology, and then uh, last year I did um, another postgrad in um, uh, South African publishing, um, postcolonial literature and writing. Wow, mashallah. And you know what? I just honestly wish that you could all see her because she looks like she's a fresh baby out of school. <laughs> mashallah. So much brains and beauty, mashallah. That's a good thing. <laughs> so that's quite exciting, documentary yeah. making, but from psychology to documentary making. Um, I did both of them at the same time because uh -huh. um, my dad wanted me to do like uh, psychology as well. Just, okay. But actually, you know, it worked out because I think that psychology aids um, talking to people, doing documentary work. It's just, you know, it really helps to get insight into your participants' lives. But any experience, though, in, in documentary making? Have you made any on your own yet? Yes, uh, um, alhamdulillah. Uh, I was given the opportunity to go to Finland where we made a documentary um, actually on the revert community in Finland. Ooh, so we got to work place. with... <laughs> actually, we went in spring, so it was, okay. it was like our warm winter. Oh. Sadly, <laughs> but anyways, uh, so yeah, we got to interact with a lot of Muslims and I think it was great for them, for the Finns, because they got to interact with Islam in a way that they didn't before. Because, you know, Islam is it's quite an Islamophobic community. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was That's really great. That's so interesting, mashallah. And then, Nadadia, yourself? Uh, I just graduated last year in December, also. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. From? Um, I did civil engineering. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to ask you just to take the mic a little bit closer because we're all very s excited to be hearing about this because I find that engineering girls don't really go into it. No, did you no, find that uh, the crowd was still very small in terms of the amount of ladies? Um, so with our class that graduated last year, we were 30% ladies. It's up and coming. We're doing much better than before. Um, chemical as the most females out of all the engineering civil is afterwards so 30% is a lot for us I'm going to ask you to define what that exactly is what what do civil engineers do civil, we design construct and evaluate um, civil structures so anything which has to do civil comes from civil society so what people interact with so it's roads bridges buildings soil um, water and systems it's much, much, much more broad. It's not just bridges that everyone thinks yeah. it is. They don't build. And they we design. don't build, we design. <laughs> oh, wow. But you know what? I'm, I'm sure that there's actually a lot of people that haven't actually realized what civil means. Yeah, I know, yeah. so. I know, definitely. And like one thing is before I started, I took everything for granted. Like you, you on roads every day, you open a tap mm. every day. Mm -hmm. You do all these things. You yes. live in buildings all the time, but no one even knows the work that we yes. actually put into it. We get no recognition. <laughs> I'm sure there's many, many that actually appreciate you oh, for all so. your Except work. Except in Alhamdulillah. traffic. <laughs> no one appreciates. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, but traffic in Cape Town is nothing compared no. to Johannesburg, yes. sister. You can I go know. out at any hour in Johannesburg and traffic would be a total disaster. Oh, no. No, it's it's true. True. You have to have a lot of suburb. I think the suburb training mm, happens in Johannesburg. <laughs> the rest happens in Cape Town. That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> and then everything is so far in Johannesburg. It, it really is. It's like Cape Town, yeah, everything is like seven, maybe 12 minutes. If we have to drive like over 15 minutes, it's considered long. I was just saying to like someone the other day. Course. <laughs> <laughs> like 15 oh, minutes so is an air, like a short drive in Joburg. Yeah. yeah. It's a short, short drive. And in drive. Cape Town, it's a far. It's, it's yeah. like far to drive. 15 minutes is far. Uh, I'm still mm. getting used to it. We need to go in for an ad break. Inshallah, when mm. we come back, we're going to have janazas. And then we still will be chatting to these three okay. lovely ladies in studio, inshallah. Eat, Pray, Love with Taslima Ali. Assalamu alaikum wa wa barakatuh and welcome back to Eat, Pray, Love on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And if you've just tuned in, we are joined in studio by Shamila Khan, Radia Manju and Rishda Manju, mashallah. And these lovely ladies have been chatting to me about their big trek from Johannesburg to Cape Town. In fact, Rishda is actually just visiting us. She says, Jobek is freezing. Cold. <laughs> <laughs> is it very, very cold? Gee, it's extremely cold in Joburg. I don't know. Joburg's winter is just something else. I don't think it's like... Confusing. Uh, not confusing, it's yeah. dry, dry and yeah. it's a cold that totally like just bites into your bones. Yeah, like 
Oh no! I Just love thinking it. about it, I, I miss it so much. <laughs> no, I I'm a winter person. I I like winter. I, also. I prefer winter. it to summer. But like in Cape Town, like the wind blows and it's wet, so you can wear those jackets and like. In in Joburg, your your summer it rains. Yeah. So that's normal. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> but your winter is like dry and it's a crazy cold. And when it's you in go your outside, bones. it feels like your face is yeah, it's numb. so nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. Oh no! And how not exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> so all three of these sisters, mashallah, have are quite ambitious. They've all qualified from university. Besides, um, Rushta, you're finishing up this year. Um, in my second year this year. Oh, okay, mashallah. So just one more year to go or Gee, two more years to go? <laughs> one more year left. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to speak to your sister now, though, Radia, as well as Shamila, because you guys, you're postgrad, Shamila, and you've now decided to do Islamic studies. Yes. And come to Cape Town. Your postgrad, which is something quite unusual. Usually, postgrad people are like so sick of studying and they <laughs> want to get into working or moving on. What's made you decide to do um, Islamic studies now? Okay, um, I think we're so used to going to Madrasa. As you know, and we and th that process of Madrasa happens when we're quite young, mm -hmm. and I just feel like as you get older. Um, the way your mind uh, interacts with Islamic texts is different. And I think the tools that my degree like, has given me allowed me to look into Islam in a different way. I think in a way that I can interrogate Islam differently and interact with it personally, internally, I think. So I think studying it now, after, um, has just been complete, a different experience. And you experience Islam on a different level. And when I do speak to people who um, are just coming out of school and they do Islam, I think it's a different conversation. Not that it's wrong, but it's In Cape Town, it's quite standard that, you know, once you get to high school, mm. kids don't actually go to Madrasa much, which is a bit sad. So there's this big gap. Oh, yeah. And of oh, course, right. there's, there's many causes that happen around. Is, is Johannesburg also traditionally, once you get to high school, yes, you don't go it. anymore yes, because the yeah. workload is so high every? Yeah, yeah, it is. That's exactly how it is. So and so like there's this big gap then, because mm -hmm. if I remember also when I was going younger to Madrasa and you're being taught the surahs and you're being taught everything, you're not actually settling into mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So you're not it's clutching onto. Yes, exactly. Yes. So exactly. I really relate to what you were saying. Yeah. Who are some of your lecturers at present? Your um, teachers. We have Sheikh Said Vatar. Yeah. Sheikh Fahruddin Oasi. Sheikh Mukhtar. Sheikh Mukhtar Ahmed. Sheikh yes. Kamal. <laughs> okay, mashallah. We don't really know the first Sheikh Nabil. Sheikh Nabil. Mufti Harun. And then we have Sheikh Hakim from Syria teaching us in Chad and his wife, Sheikh Abusha, she teaches the females. And one more sheikh who takes us for Adel, um, Sheikh Umar. Yeah, yeah. Sheikh Umar. Mashallah. <laughs> so being exposed now at this stage. Sheikh Alfi. Sheikh Alfi. Yes, he's a big he's a big present to all of us here in Cape Town, oh, having just returned from Egypt. Mashallah, from all us. to us as well. Alhamdulillah. So sisters, as you were saying earlier on, um, Shamila, you're saying it's different when you're older, being exposed mm, to that. And so you decided to do this one year intensive, and it's now going 
to uh, be June soon, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Can you believe I was a bit lost at <laughs> But almost half year. Yeah. Okay. Coming straight from the university, um, Johannesburg, where there's an understanding of when where youth or your peers are at. <clears throat> Going to almost six months into your actual course, do you find that you have changed or grown in any way? Definitely. Um, I think it's impossible to study, to like to study what we're studying and not uh, feel different. I think every single class you take something with you. Sometimes, sometimes what you study um, it unlocks parts that you don't really want to face sometimes, and then you do. So it gives you courage to to look into yourself really. And then sometimes you just really learn what you didn't know at all about the dean and you're like, wow, this is, yeah. So I, I, I definitely see a change in myself. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And yourself, um, Radia, you want to add on? Um, I think, defi- like definitely, um, if I think about what I studied before and what I'm studying now, it's much more fulfilling. And it's, um, we were speaking to this other girl the once and she's like, it's weighty in the sense mm-hmm. that you, it adds so much to your life. Like, I, you can study engineering, you can study film, literature, but it's not the same thing as studying Definitely. Islam because it adds to your person and your being and the way you interact, everything. So it's definitely something else. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Completely. <laughs> well, I want to move my attention to the sisters now a bit, though. Because, Rishda, you are visiting Radia at the moment. Um, and you obviously know that she, her studies and, and you're looking at her as your sister now. So I'm asking you if you ha- are seeing a change in her um, as a family member. <laughs> Um, I have seen a lot of change in both Shamila and Radia. They've gained a lot of wisdom just in these six <laughs> months. And their conversations are so much more, the conversations I have with them nowadays aren't just about worldly things. It's about meaningful things like the dean and stuff like that. So, yeah, I do see a big change in them. And they've grown <laughs> spiritually Radia, have you visited home in the stretch that you've been um, away? I went home once in March when yeah. we had, it was just that Easter weekend just before that, that week, but we had 10 days. If you were to, if you were to look at yourself coming at the first time, then visiting your family in March, and inshallah, I hope that you're going to be visiting them again inshallah. soon. <laughs> Do you see your position in the family a little bit differently? Um, I would say that I do, yes, because if you think about it, what the, what society tells you is different to what Islam tells you. So you, your whole life you grow up in one way, but then when you actually find out what Islam says and all of that, then it changes the way you interact with people. So I think the way that I interact has changed and thus like my position with everyone changes as well. But I'm, ha- I'm happy for it. It's really something. Okay, so now we're in this position where, alhamdulillah, we have grown. And that graduates everything about yourself to a level. Mm-hmm. And But we still come into contact and into the company of the same friends, the same family members. Are you finding that you are looking at, at others differently? Are you finding that your <coughs> your understanding of Dean has, has grown? Mm-hmm. 
are you finding any difficulty in that regard? Um, if anything, I would say it's much more mind-opening because the way that we learn is that not it's not just one thing. That's the way that we taught back home, especially like I didn't go to Madrasa for very long, but what we learned was a certain way. And then when they tell you there's other ways, other things that you can do, it's so amazing. And then it makes you see that people may have reasons and other ways of doing things and you understand people better. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, you're in, even though my family is the same, the, inter- the, the friends are the same, the way that I see them changes in that I see them, I see myself differently and hence you see other people differently, mm-hmm. I think. Do you want to yeah. add, Shamila? Yeah, I, I think that um, it's important when, when we started, you know, we were told, and whatever you do, don't go home and think that you are an ahlima or some big sheikha. No, what we want to do is just give you a foundation. And really, I feel like that's what we, when we go home, mm-hmm. we have that kind of foundation. So when you we talk about like that. When you talk about foundation, what mm-hmm. exactly? Are you talking about models and values? Or um, what type of foundation? I think... Okay, I'm just going to use a metaphor. Okay. Um, when, when you're a baby and someone, when, you, when, you, when someone aids your crawling, you know that it's going to be a natural process. You know you're going to crawl. But when someone aids you and your parent comes and helps you and shows you a way and builds that foundation for walking, I think that's what, what I mean. Wise words. We're going to go in for an ad break and inshallah when we come back, we'll continue on Eat, Pray, Love on Voice of the Cape 91.3. Eat, Pray, Love with Taslima Ali. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa and welcome back to Eat, Pray, Love on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And joining me in studio is Shamila Khan. Radia Manju and Rushta Manju and just before the break we've been chatting about the the experiences of living in Cape Town as well as the uh, personal uh, growth since studying Islamic studies Alhamdulillah well sisters during the break we started chatting about some of your lecturers and I'm hoping that they are actually tuned in because you know when you when you when you tend to sit in a lecture if I think of lecture days you either have those lectures that just really stand out <laughs> and you you go home and for the rest of your life you'll remember them for something so I'm hoping that we would go through some of them we've got of course Sheikh Muhtar Ahmed which I think is totally he's brilliant. totally brilliant he's I mean, brilliant so Shamila what stands out for you about Sheikh um, lessons that is? well we are doing a really I would say challenging textbook and um, Sheikh has managed to teach us the like I think both volumes almost in just these five months and I think that's a real accomplishment just the the way we're being taught something difficult and the way that you know we grasp concepts um it's just it's quite it's, yeah it's great well I've heard Sheikh Muhtar recite before and mashallah it's it's mm-hmm. heartwarming mm. Shabila you're nodding um, I mean sorry <laughs> Radia you're nodding your head was there something you wanted to add oh I want to say though he's definitely like a wealth of knowledge 
everything, Mashallah. every topic that we do, like even if it's mm. just in passing, Sheikh knows yes. something on everything that we talk about and yes. there's always something to learn. And it's always so interesting and it's, oh, it's lovely. Yeah, well, Mashallah. I've, <laughs> I've, I've certainly come to learn that when you sit at the feet of these scholars, you have yes. so much unique information that yeah. you'd definitely, never be open to definitely. in a normal madrasa. Yeah. And, and you know, I've actually been in Sheikh Fahruddin's lectures for Umrah and I was like, wow, this young man yes. has so much of knowledge, mashallah. <laughs> and he's quite funny also. He is. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> he's really funny. Um, yeah, the classes, um, I think what we do is we invite a lot of discussion. And sometimes we will be discussing, um, for example, an aspect of Sira, but I think he ties it into a way that we can, you know, it, it, it kind of coincides with our lives mm -hmm. and how we interact in any kind of realm, spiritually, politically, economically, socially. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then these, these lovely jokes. But, <laughs> you know, his class is always just so lovely. And, you know, I think we they, learn so much. I think they them. know how fun students are, Sheikh Akhredin. Yes. He, they put him he in the fan club at the end of the day. And yes, usually, I think a fan yeah. club. <laughs> no, definitely as a fan club. Usually by the end of the day, you're tired and you don't want to be there anymore. Mm. But because Sheikh is there, we yes. awake and we want to listen to this class every we single just, time Sheikh yeah. is there. And then another brilliant uh, teacher, of course, is Mufti Harun Ziai. Yes. So, definitely. mashallah, what would stand out in his class? Um, what does he teach you? Um, he takes this us for Hanafi Fiqh and, and Hadith. hadith. We have a special bond with him because he's from Joburg. Joburg. So every time yeah, we yeah. see him, he reminds oh, us. Yeah. <laughs> you are such groupies. <laughs> not only that, not seriously, not only that. I think also Mufti Harun such a young age takes a different outlook. It's a completely different angle. I mean, there was this time where he brought a Rubik's cube to class and showed us that there's nothing that we can't do. And and just did he manage to yes, get all the colors? He did. <laughs> He did it. He Impressive. got it. In, 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 and one time he showed us how to use Sudoku as a way to unlock your own potential, even if it's Arabic or if it's Hadith. And he also takes quite a nice psychological um, perspective in Hadith. So we gain so much yeah. more, you know. And also like when, with anything that he teaches us, you can tell his love for the deen yes, and for his knowledge love. and for yes. the Prophet Wasallam, and also for like um, what's for, the word? for conveying Com the knowledge yes. to someone else. With all of our yes. chefs, they I think they find joy in teaching us, and yes. because of that, it and makes, we get that. You know? yeah, yeah, we get that feeling. Well, I've had <laughs> um, I had the pleasure of having Sheikh Zaid Fatah in studio Gosh, before, oh, mashallah, Sheikh and Zaid. also like <laughs> I would say such fresh but unique knowledge yeah. to be shared. Definitely. So, what does Sheikh Zaid teach you? Sheikh Zaid is the glue. I think Sheikh Zaid is the glue. Okay, we've got a nickname for Sheikh Zaid, the glue. Everything together, but I think because we see Sheikh Zaid so much, because Sheikh Zaid is the the lecturer we always see. So we are in house. So we've developed definitely a kind of deeper bond with Sheikh Zaid, and it's it's just really beautiful. He takes us for mantik and ulum, which is philosophy, and um, Akida. Akida. Yeah. And like you can, again with his knowledge it, it's like they have pleasure yes. imparting the knowledge to yes. us and with Sheikh Zay because he's so 
he's done it recently. Like he understands the yes. difficulties. He comes to us with like. And then also talking about recently, you also have the pleasure of having Sheikh um, Ali Halfi, yes. who's also had in studio, and I found him totally brilliant as yeah. well. <laughs> Sheikh Halfi just teaches us to be good and to be better. <laughs> And Sheikh Alfi takes us for akhlaq. So akhlaq. it's like something you can install into everything yeah. you do. The way you dress, the way you talk, the way you walk. The way you, the way you s- look at somebody. How to, I mean, how to breathe. Um, that's just intricate, you know, like how to breathe well. I mean, that's just, where do you learn that kind of stuff, you know, like <laughs> how to breathe. And then we so. have Sheikh Kamar. Oh, yes. yes. Sheikh Kamar <laughs> definitely lights up the class and makes <laughs> us laugh. Always. What does Sheikh Kamar teach you? Um, self morphology. So again, it's but like a girl in our class. She actually lived in Syria for a while, and she's she knows Arabic. And she said, "What Sheikh Kamar brings for us is something that they won't understand because he comes with knowing how it is to be English speaking mm. and applying teaching Arabic." in that sense so it's so much it's like a level we can actually enter into and we so can he teaches Arabic and it's yeah. quite challenging it I need to say it's quite challenging so to be able to you know the alumni of yeah. your of your institute previously used to say that Arabic was the toughest <laughs> yes. so hats off <laughs> to you guys <laughs> as well as to Sheikh Kamar and let us not forget Sheikh Nabil Majid oh yes, yes. Sheikh Nabil he takes us for Shafi but yeah. So much more. Yes. So much more. And Sheikh Nabil Sheikh always Nabil. gives us Nasiha before the beginning of our yes, class. Yes, always. Oh, everything. Yeah, you know, when I was at school, <laughs> I need to say this. When I was at school and I, went, and I was at university, not all of my teachers got me excited yeah. as the whole <laughs> of your teachers gets you excited, Alhamdulillah. So I'm a little bit uh, 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 jealous of that. And especially to note that it's a one-year intensive yeah. course that you're yeah. actually doing. Um, so how long is your day of studies? Sure. Because I know that... To- Four, half past four? Eight to half past four. Eight to half past four, but you don't feel it. Yeah. You Honestly, really don't. In the beginning, we thought, how, I mean, we looked at our timetables and we said, how will we manage, you know? And honestly, it's just been a pleasure. Some days you do have your, I mean, any institution, I mean, you mm. have your days where you feel tired or you feel a bit like, but uh, then, I need then to, you walk in and you just, you just feel happy all over again. You know? Alhamdulillah. So each one brings a unique yeah. experience for you. I need to, however, ask because he is also my sheikh. How has it been to have been lectured by Sheikh Mohammed in any way? Oh, oh. <laughs> I keep saying to everyone, um, he makes me feel like I'm back in university, but mm. it's not the same thing because he's very, very academic. Yeah. And that's comforting to us because we come from there. The others, the people stayed out of school were a bit taken aback by this. But it's really his knowledge. You can see it's really there. And it's pr- coming from years of practice and everything. It's and, um, yeah. And I, I just think... Um, we were taught um, Aqidah and you know this just makes you question everything your whole existence and you know for a teacher to, you know a teacher to stand there and you know we we are left speechless we just our hands are always going up but when we were when we were in Sheikh Nenawi's class we really just <laughs> had to take in information and think and ponder and really I mean some Maybe of the students you. were just they couldn't sleep well because <laughs> their minds were just um, you know, continuously going through processes and, and also, it's just 
be the caliber of Sheikh Nanumi. Like he's not yeah. just big in South Africa, worldwide, worldwide. people. He's renowned, so it was yeah. it was really lovely because we always see him on yes. TV, yeah, and we see him <laughs> on YouTube videos. But to have him actually there teaching us it and listening to us and addressing us, it was yeah. really really lovely. I think it will stay with us for a long time. I think that is what <laughs> we actually need to get to. But first of all, you had a shout out to do to some brother <laughs> Yasser <laughs> that's been howling you to send out a shout out. <laughs> No, Shane, he's just so cool. He's cool, so he needs a shout-out because um, he's cool. Yeah. Right now, Yasser is looking at his radio saying, that is me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else said admin also, Auntie Julian Khadija, hey. I need to tell you that Radia is waving at her mic. <laughs> so yeah. you can't see She's waving at her mic. So that wasn't well thought out. There's a shout-out for Shout brother. out, Yasser. <laughs> yes, Yasser, Khadija, and Auntie, Auntie Julie. Julie. Yeah. Isn't and it? principal. Principal, definitely. Principal, I need to tell you, they should be in trouble on Monday because there's been a debate around the table as to what your surname is. No, that's because that's because this everybody knows principal as principal. So I, I just know whenever I see principal walking, I'm just like, principal. And you know, when you ever want, you, whenever you need to speak about anything, you go to principal. Also, local psychologist. They have some serious superheroes happening at the Medina Institute. We've got uh, the principal, the glue, and what else? The light. Now, yes. very importantly, of course, you have peers. Yes. And those that are studying oh, with you. I'm sure you've uh, met uh, quite a lot of people. Oh. I know that I originally was going to have some sister from Nigeria. Oh, mm, yes. And hopefully they'll get join us soon also oh, in the studio. Like, tell us a bit about your peers and that oh, experience. It's my favorite thing. Like, um, yeah. I keep on saying to my sisters at home because at university there was one Muslim girl in my entire class. Always, that was it. Mm -hmm. And the other people, they no one else was Muslim. They were Muslim boys, but we didn't associate. <laughs> she kept it halal, alhamdulillah. <laughs> Principal will be happy with that. <laughs> so there was like one Muslim girl. So then, when, now when I went home, I keep on telling them I have Muslim girlfriends. This is so exciting, and everyone there has been so amazing. The girls from Cape Town. The, they're so nice to us and they always, everyone, even their parents are nice to us. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. It's like a giant family. Mm -hmm. Alhamdulillah. So, so Cape Town, <laughs> so Cape Town's an experience. Definitely. Um, may I just add something about the friends? I Yes, yeah. because we're going into our last few minutes. So all your okay. shout outs, even yourself. <laughs> Hopefully you've uh -huh. got some Joburg people listening, Rishta. I don't have I don't I don't think I have any Joe book listening. But I just want to add to the thing about the lecturers and the friends. Like when I got here to Cape Town on the day, both Shamila and Raja were so excited, like, Oh my gosh, you have to come with me to class tomorrow to meet all my lecturers, they're so amazing. <laughs> and then Raja's telling me about all these friends and I got like so excited and then I went to the and I wasn't let down. It was actually as exciting as she described it. Oh, and and, and I'm sure there would be people that would actually think they're insane because usually I need to be totally honest. Now, I was really, really excited to get to Madresa. Okay, but did, yeah, and Shana and yeah. the friends at the institute and yeah. the amazing lecturers. They just couldn't wait to share. Gee, and like when back in Joburg, they didn't like Madresa very much. <laughs> They told me that they love Madrasa. <laughs> All the people are so shocked. And then I had to come see it for myself and 
was amazing. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> so, sister, um, sister, you wanted to add on something, Shamila? Um, yes, I just I remember speaking to one of my aunties, and I asked her, you know, from all your life, um, what <coughs> from your life at school and university and everything, what was the one thing you wish that you could speak about? You know, like if you were to tell me, and she said, I think I would have loved to have better friends, friends that mm-hmm. stayed with me till now. And honestly, when when I think about the people at Medina, I think that these are. These are the people my auntie was speaking about because they really carry you when you when you when you low when you and in mm. in every way you know spiritually and also there's there's those days where you just want to cry because you miss home um, and you miss your family and then you know someone someone sees you even before you cry they know you're going to cry and then they just grab you in that moment so it's 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 also about the good times but it's also about the difficult times yeah. alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I'm going to ask you guys to do your shout out because <laughs> we have about three more minutes left. I just have one more shout out. Anti patience. Anti patience. My bestie. <laughs> <laughs> but your families, I hope that your families are listening. And yeah. to everyone who's been so kind yeah. to yeah. us. Assalamu alaikum. All the aunties who everyone invited us over to the home. All the aunties who you had Friday lunch. <laughs> lunch, definitely. And Sunday lunch, or who gave us a Christmas day here and there. <laughs> but I'm sure Cape Town's just like so totally different it's to Joburg. Yeah, it's different. So a loving. good different most ways. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. But, and people have been very kind to us and friendly and warm and we're really grateful because it's difficult mm. being away mm. from your family. Yeah, that makes me so happy because uh, growing up, they it would always be considered that Cape Town was one of the friendliest mm. cities. And yeah. the, I'm so happy that our Muslim brothers and sisters Definitely. are actually living up to yeah. that. At the masjid, like, we love the Oval Masjid and it's amazing. Oh. And Oval Masjid. Best place ever. Everyone the at the masjid. We're not used to dhikrs, so the dhikrs <laughs> in Cape Town is the best. Oh, we but really you do love have dhikrs happening now we, in Pretoria, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's too far away <laughs> from us, though. So yeah. I mean, here it's literally down the road from where you are, and in almost all the communities. So um, you know, alhamdulillah. And Cape Town, I think you it's really everyone in Cape Town, you're all really lucky for the community the and the sense community. of community and the Islam here because it's beautiful. It, really it is, is. Very beautiful. and we're grateful, we're really grateful that if anyway yeah. it's here. And Shukran to Voice of the Cape yeah, having us on the show. It's been yes. really Alhamdulillah. Well, Sister um, Rushda. You leave back to Jobukwe. On Tuesday. Inshallah. Inshallah. Alhamdulillah. I hope that you're taking a good part of Cape Town with you. We'll share some sunshine with you. <laughs> but don't take it all with you. <laughs> but it was good having you in studio with us. And you should enjoy your visit Shukran. with your sister, Radia, inshallah. Radia and Shamina, I need to say shukran so much to you. It's been so much of fun. It's so lovely. Shout out to all our sheikhs. <laughs> the shadows are over now. <laughs> Especially to the principal. <laughs> principal. <laughs> well, of course, we are on Eat, Pray, Love, and Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And we've had Sister Sharmila, Radia, and Rushta in studio with us. Lots and lots of Thank fun. Thank you so much for having <laughs> us. I need to say shukran to you guys for joining me. And of course, to Sister Khadija Daris for initiating um, the invitation. But shukran to you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Eat, pray, love with Taslima Ali.
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And if you've just joined me, unfortunately, it's the end of Eat, Pray, Love on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Of course, I am back tomorrow with you on Sunday, the 28th of May, between 4 and 6 p.m. And we'll be talking Ramadan with CTIEC's Sayed Molana Imran Ziai with a soulful rendition by his son Sayed Hasinuddin. It's, of course, also our Sweet Sundays with Ramadan Shakes. And we share the excitement of the relaunch of the Hosea Menzil. So do, do tune in to 91.3 FM to enjoy Eat, Play, Love with myself, Tislima Ali. We're having still a bit of fun in studio as the sisters are taking their selfies. Um, so we could look forward to that, I'm sure, on social media. I need to, though, send a few shout-outs out. Uh, a few shout outs. Let me just complete it at that tongue tied. Shukran Dante Abida Dixon for being totally awesome this past two hours. I need to send a dedication to my friend Shakira Dalvi who's not doing so well. Inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant a full shifa. And then to the Sunday family, my brother Imran, brother-in-law Imran and sister Shanaz, who is today having a khatam. Inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all of their du'as. And then a very special belated happy birthday to my mom Shireen. Inshallah may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless her with good health and long life. Inshallah and a big congratulations to Lele Gante on the relaunch of the Hosea Menzil um, that we will be hearing from tomorrow. We're going to play out with Zayn because heal the world. Remember you can catch me tomorrow and the next weekend just before Ramadan would be our last. We'll be closing off for the month of Ramadan that is Eid Pray Love on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and for those recipes somebody asked where they could get it um, besides social media inshallah I'll try to send it to you but I'm hoping to get a book compiled inshallah from myself to Slima Ali wherever you're headed have a safe and beautiful weekend assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh